You're listening to today's inspirational message on the Proverbs with Kurt Bjorklund. Today we begin Proverbs 16. As I've said a couple times, if you've been listening to these Proverbs uh, kind of quick studies, five good minutes, you'll gain more if you read the proverb, uh, the chapter each day, and preferably from a different translation. That will help you enjoy and learn and see what God has for you in this proverb. And as we've gotten deeper and deeper into Proverbs, it's harder and harder to only have five themes in each of these weeks. But chapter 16 begins and ends with the same thought. And so it leads me to believe that chapter 16 should really be thought about as about God's sovereignty. And here's why I say this. Verse 1, the plans of the heart belong to a man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. Verse 2, all the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirit. Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. Verse 9, the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Then verse 33, this is the last verse, the lot is cast into the lap, but every decision is from the Lord. And so this is really about the sovereignty or the control of God, this chapter is. And resting in this is one of the things that wise people do. The Heidelberg Catechism asks and answers this question. It says, what does it profit us to know that God created and by his providence upholds all things? And then it says this, that we may be patient in adversity, thankful in prosperity, and for what is future, have a firm confidence in our God and Father that no creature shall separate us from his love. You know, the most natural thing to do when we face something that's challenging is to make plans based on our wisdom and our experience. These Proverbs don't preclude this, but they warn us against putting too much stock in our own plans, our own ingenuity, our own ability to navigate the world in which we live. And there's really two truths that are held in tension here. The first is that God really is sovereign over everything that happens. He works through our plans and both uses and overrules our plans to bring about his ends. We're told in verse 4 that even the wicked are being used for God's purposes Ultimately, there are no loose ends in God's world. Everything will be put to some use and matched with its proper fate. It does not mean, however, that God is the author of evil. This is Derek Kidner, and he's alluding to James 1, verses 13 to 17, when he says he's not the author of evil. Charles Spurgeon once put it like this, that God holds our future in his hand. The sovereignty of God is a soft pillow on which the weary may lay their heads. And then the second truth is this, and this is that God alone can accurately assess human actions and motives. This is in Proverbs 16, 2. Those who are wise ultimately know this. We will tend in any circumstance to give our thinking and especially our motives the place of unquestioned preeminence. But if only God knows what's real, our plans cannot be certain if they involve other people at all. God knows our motives and what is deep within us. And given these two facts, the only wise option is to do what verse 3 says, which is to commit our ways to the Lord and our plans will be established. And the admonition to roll connotes the sense of finality, according to Bruce Waltke. To roll means to give it to the Lord and leave it there. 
This means that we make our best plans, seek to understand our decisions fully and weigh the motives. But in the end, we roll our decisions. We give them and trust them to the goodness and the sovereignty of God and our plans will be established. And so what we want to do is to hold the decision for yourself and what we want to do is not hold the decision for ourselves because we'll ultimately be surprised and disappointed and insecure with what the future holds. But when we cling to the idea of God's sovereignty or rest in it, it will allow us to be patient in adversity and thankful in prosperity and to trust God with what the future holds. And so today, I don't want to overvalue my plans, my insights, or my solutions, but to commit all that I am planning to God fully and leave it there completely. Thanks for joining us here today. There's a lot of great content to explore on Orchard Hill Plus and on the Orchard Hill main feed from the weekend. Have a great day.